So there's an interesting apparent catch-22 as it concerns success in any given enterprise. And that might go something along the lines of that. Uh, uh, The more I commit to something, or shall we say, (laughs) the less that I commit to something, uh, the less possibility there is for me to get hurt if it doesn't succeed. And yet, the less possibility there is for it to work. And the more I commit to something, the more possibility there is for it to succeed. And yet, the more possibility there is for it to get hurt. So, for example, uh, I really commit to this relationship. And that it optimizes, the, that increases the chances of it working. Right? And yet, if it doesn't work, I can really get hurt. I really commit to this job uh, and to being successful or to my small business or to the business I opened up. Really, really, I put myself into it. That obviously is what's needed for it to be successful. Excuse me. Or to maximize chances of it being successful. And yet, if it then doesn't work out, I'll be really traumatized. I'll be really hurt. Chances are, right? I really try to succeed in a given sport, you know, or to get in shape, or to lose weight, I really put myself into it, nothing happens. <laughs> I can get really hurt. And yet if I don't uh, uh, invest into something, I say, I don't really care about this relationship. Yeah, I'll probably not get hurt, right? Uh, I, or I decrease those chances. And yet I probably also, uh, uh, it probably also won't be a great relationship. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, yeah, I'm opening up my own business, but I don't really care like yeah, if it succeeds or not, what you live and you learn. <laughs> Probably not the best approach. I'll probably fail then, or much more likely to fail. Uh, and yet, I probably won't get hurt, right? I, I say, yeah, I'm trying to lose weight, but I'm chill about it. You know, it's it's whatever. Like if I lose a little bit over a couple years, that'll be nice, but it's no big deal. Yeah, I probably if I don't then don't lose weight, I won't get hurt. I also, probably won't lose a lot of weight. So we see there's this interesting <laughs> catch uh, uh, 22 here to so say. Uh, and we can discuss what's going on, right? So uh, maybe something to touch upon is what does it mean to be hurt? What does it mean to be traumatized, right? How come I'm traumatized when my relationship doesn't work out or my career, uh, it goes a little bit off track? Uh, hopefully not, but perhaps, right? Or, or I don't lose enough weight or gain too much weight, whatever the case may be. How come I'm traumatized? So something here we could start out with is, is to uh, mention the point that we see that um, there's uh, uh, films, right? There's movies. And a lot of these movies have really have scenes that are tremendously traumatic, we would think. Right? There's horror movies that depict truly gruesome, nauseating things. There's action movies also, unfortunately, a lot of blood and gore. All these kinds of things, and, and certainly real people, aside from where it's not real people, where it's uh, 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 CGI or whatever it's called, uh, real people play these roles. And yet, if we were to ask uh, uh, the, Tom Cruise if he's traumatized from the Mission Impossible or whatever, or we were to ask, you know, Harry Potter, the guy who plays it, if he's traumatized from Harry Potter, all these movies, we were to ask the actors or actresses. Angelina Jolie, if she's traumatized from uh, the, some of the movies she's played in, we ask, are you traumatized? Probably they would say, no, I'm not traumatized. It's not inconceivable. Certainly there's probably consequences of, of shooting certain scenes for, for some people, but it's it's very possible that I shot the scene for a horror movie, a really gruesome scene with the, the vampire and the blood and all this kind of stuff, and yet I didn't lose a wink of sleep over it. 
<laughs> How come? How come I'm not traumatized there? But then I went to order a coffee and I didn't get enough Kramer in it. And I am a little hurt and traumatized. Why, why does that work? So we would say that it's because when I am playing in a movie, when I'm playing a movie scene, I realize that I'm just acting and I'm just playing. And consequently, what happens there in the scene doesn't happen to me. And it happens to my role. It happens to the character that I'm playing, but it doesn't happen to me. In the movie, I get killed off, but in real life, I live. In the movie, I get, uh, you know, something uh, physically damaging happens to me, but very hopefully, that's only in the movie, even though, again, not inconceivable, but hopefully, it's only in the movie. And in the movie, the, the traumatic incident happens and the character is crying and screaming and yelling, but I'm just acting. It might be a very convincing act. I might even feel real emotions. In fact, I probably should, depending on how I've been schooled in acting, right? Uh, but uh, in, I, after it's over, I walk away just fine. It's just the job. All right, so what's the difference between that and real life? In real life, we see that we don't just play. We don't just act by definition. Otherwise, it is just playing and just acting. But if I'm not, if it is really real life, what we would so classify, I'm really not playing, right? I'm really not playing that I wanted uh, uh, cream in my coffee or, or sugar in my tea. That wasn't an act. That was real. I'm really not playing that I need to pay the bills. I'm really not acting that uh, I have certain emotional needs uh, that I think can be satisfied in the context of a relationship. I'm not acting that I have certain ambitions uh, that uh, I, I believe uh, need to be satisfied in my professional context and so forth and so on. It's real life. And consequently, what happens to me in real life does truly affect me. And if it's not good, and if it's a, 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 what we would call traumatic, say that it's a, an assault against my own wholeness, my own sense of adequacy and, and inner integrity and completion and, and, and so forth. Whereas if I'm just acting, if I'm just playing, it's not an assault against me. It's, it's, just, a, it's just an act. So we see along those lines, interestingly enough, that one of the defense mechanisms that psychologists describe vis-a-vis uh, 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 -vis the traumatized is to withdraw from life. It is to withdraw uh, from, from whatever it is that I was doing. In the extreme cases, we see a person can completely cease to talk, cease to walk, not want to eat, just sit in a corner or lay in bed and, and just look, look up, right? When perhaps prior, this was a functioning person. So in light of the uh, uh, kind of loose logic that, that we've been kind of presenting, we would say this might be because if I can uh, rearrange my viewpoint where my life isn't really mine and the role that I play in my life isn't really me. Whatever it is that happened didn't really happen to me, just like the actor actress. But the problem is the actor actress has another identity. I'm really Tom Cruise or Angelina Jolie. And after I walk off set, I can resume being myself as a real person. But here, the person that's really traumatized doesn't have that alternate personality. And when he or she is traumatized, it's the whole self. And consequently, there's a withdrawal and a shutdown. I don't want to be myself. I don't want to live my own life. Let me just uh, shut down. So the extreme cases, again, we said person can be just uh, laying in bed, not speaking and, and so forth. But the less extreme cases uh, are uh, very, very common, right? I don't want to open up in my relationships with other people. I don't want to take risks in my professional life. I don't want to 
try to potentiate any latent abilities or talents that I may have. All right, somebody said, you know, you're not a bad singer. You're not a bad painter. I don't want to try because I'm scared of failure, right? I don't want to maybe even go to the gym because I'm scared I'll be judged. All these different limitations that I have, right, that we would say or that we can possibly interpret as, as variants of trauma, as variants of withdrawal from life and really living it and really trying to be one's full self for fear that uh, if I so do, if I invest myself in my life and in myself, then I, I will be hurt. If I simply can pull back, if I can be chill, you know, in, in my life and in what I do, it's no big deal. You know, yeah, I never really tried in my career. So no wonder I'm not the richest. I never really tried in my relationship. So no wonder it didn't work out or it's not so great. I never really tried to build a great relationship with my children. So no wonder we're not really tight, right? I never really tried to, to work on my talent. So no wonder nothing ever happened there. It's okay. I'm not traumatized. I'm, I was just, uh, you know, playing around. I, I never really gave a real effort. So we see it's, it is, it works, right? We avoid the trauma. And yet, of course, uh, the consequence is that we live a, a shell of a life, a, a variant, a lesser variant of somebody that, again, in a casebook study where somebody completely, totally withdraws and for the rest of their life uh, is, is lying in bed, not, not speaking, not talking, right? Because of some or another massive trauma, lost all my money. May we be spared some kind of death. May we be spared oh, so whatever the case might be. This is just a, a lesser variant of that. I still go through the motions. I still uh, uh, try to live out some kind of professional, personal life, uh, uh, some kind of uh, uh, life to myself, some kind of personality I have, but it's not really what it could have been. So what might be a, a viable uh, solution or <laughs> solution? What might be a viable uh, practical interpretation here that we could take that could perhaps help us level up? So we would say that for possibly the first step would be to try to make this process conscious because we see normally it's entirely unconscious. I don't have to pause and think, hold on, I am this person that now is supposed to be traumatized because I took a loss, All right? Let me make sure that happens. No, it's a totally natural process, amazingly, and we see it even in animals, All right? We see that it's possible to traumatize possibly a mouse, Right or a small rodent uh, to scare them. Maybe the, the the cat traumatized the rat, whatever it might be. So these uh, the the mechanics here uh, are really something else. It's it's a really whole different conversation. But basically, the broad idea seems to be that whatever it is, uh, I conceive myself as the objectives pertinent to that self conception gain the power to regulate the way that I experience myself. Meaning, we say that when I conceive myself as a baby. Right, then uh, uh, whatever is painful and pleasurable depends on the objectives pertinent to what makes sense for a baby. A little blanket, a little milk, warmth, uh, the contact, all this kind of stuff. I grow up, my self-conception is I'm a young person that likes such and such activity. So that's what makes me feel good. And any contradiction there makes me feel bad. Now I self-conceive myself in certain uh, narrow psychological, physiological terms. I'm the person that has this conflict. I'm the person that has this desire. This is what I want and don't want. This is what I like and don't like. And consequently, the objectives there, if they're satisfied, they make me feel good, right? This I, I got the, what I wanted here and there. And if they don't get what I want, if those objectives are foiled, then I, I'm at least frustrated. And if it's an extreme thing, I can really be traumatized, right? How come I'm not traumatized by the fact that some random person somewhere got bankrupted? 
right? Because I'm not that person. And yet if I get bankrupted, may we be spared, I may well be traumatized. But I'm also not really that person. I was once a baby, right? So how am I, I can't fundamentally be this person that got bankrupted. This is just the present self-conception. This is what I've gotten myself into, right? If I were to identify as fully with another person as with myself, I would possibly also be just as traumatized by the fact that they lost their money or something not good. May we be spared happened to them, right? So we see these are just self-conceptions uh, that, that we put on, that we grow into and develop. Excuse me. And, and we see again, the worst possible thing could have happened to millions of other people, right? Millions of people so many times, goodness forbid, perished in, in a tsunami. Maybe it would be hundreds of thousands in an in a explosion, whatever the case, in a famine, right? And yet I'm not in the slightest bit traumatized. And something small happened to, be, uh, to me, excuse me, I am traumatized because again, it depends on my self-conception. If in principle, I expanded my self-conception to envelop those people and those interests, I also would be traumatized. But since I don't, since I keep it to myself, I'm not traumatized and, uh, except uh, as it concerns objectives pertinent to my self-conception being violated. So again, with that very brief uh, kind of uh, conceptual uh, uh, potential account of what we would call trauma and such, we would say that we try to make this conscious. We try to understand the dynamics here. And then we try to make a distinction between uh, uh, myself and my given self-conception. Meaning I see that, uh, uh, again, I was a baby. I've, uh, maybe that I can't remember. Maybe I can remember when I was five years old, seven years old, if I'm not now that age, 10 years old, 15, 20, whatever age uh, uh, I am now, long time ago, I can remember and I can maybe remember that I was quite different then. Maybe in some ways I was similar, if not the same. In other ways, I was very different and yet I was totally convinced that I was that person. Totally convinced that I was a seven-year-old. When I, when I was a seven-year-old, but I couldn't have really have been totally and fully a seven-year-old because then who am I now? All right. So whatever I was then is what I am now. And whatever I am now is what I will be despite any and all changes that might ever occur to me. So here I can try to make a distinction between myself and what I think that I now, now am. I'm a seven-year-old. I'm a 70-year-old. I'm, um, I'm a professional dog walker or a professional uh, uh, dinosaur at the amusement park. Just to, to rhyme or whatever, right? I'm a professional this. I'm a professional that. I'm, I'm a, in this relationship and that relationship. I make a distinction between myself and my identity and my given self-conception. So here we see that if, if I can successfully make that distinction, I can deduce and figure out that me, myself, I can never really be hurt. I'm 100% invincible to ever being hurt because what can only ever get hurt is the given role or the given self-conception that uh, is now relevant. Just like, again, the actor or actress that plays somebody in a film if there, obviously it can happen because they're a real person and, and they can really truly get involved in the scene and in the character and all that. But theoretically, if they keep a strict partition between their professional activities and their own personal identity as an actor or actress, they're not going to get hurt no matter what the scene is. So here, that's the same idea. I can try to understand that I'm not consigned to the, the given role that I'm playing. I'm not consigned to the given uh, uh, identity and self-conception that I have. And consequently, I can feel free to commit 100% to everything that I do, knowing that if it doesn't work out, I, in my truest sense to so say, I'm not going to get hurt, right? Which is not to say I'm going to repress the pain. It's not to say I'm going to evade it. 
it's not gonna it's not to say that I'm gonna say it didn't count uh, it, none of that I will feel the pain as this particular person in light of this self-conception but I just know on a certain level that that's not all there is to me right just like again uh, 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 when I was let's say five years old if I'm not now five years old and my toys were taken away or I was made to go to sleep I wasn't given a cookie whatever I was super duper traumatized potentially I was super duper hurt why? Because I was truly and fully convinced that I was only and exclusively a five-year-old. And now myself as a five-year-old got really uh, a kind of um, his or her interest really got obstructed and damaged. But if in that moment I could have gained that self-consciousness to say, I'm not fully and truly a five-year-old. I am a five-year-old, but also I'm the one who's hopefully going to be six and seven and, and 20 and 30, whatever age I am now. That's also me. Well, then I wouldn't be that hurt, right? I wouldn't be that disappointed. I wouldn't have to repress it. I would be disappointed as the five-year-old, but not as my fullest, truest me. We get the idea? So again, when I can create that separation, the trauma happens to my self-conception. I don't care about 99.9999% and so forth of all the negative things that have happened, of all the uh, uh, awful, horrible things that have happened uh, to, to humanity, to billions of people, the gruesome deaths, the gruesome illnesses. It's unbelievable. The gruesome losses, it's completely inconceivable. I don't care at all about it. I'm not traumatized at all about it, but I am traumatized over, uh, again, uh, uh, something small went wrong in my life. You know, I lost a, a dollar. It fell out of my pocket. Why? Not again, nothing to make fun of. That's that's reality, that's necessary, but it's because of my self-conception. My truest, realest to so say me is not affected ever. It can't be affected, right? No more than uh, in the actor, actress again in the movie. So if I can understand that, I should uh, both hopefully free myself of my trauma and, and also free myself to 100% again commit to whatever it is that I'm doing. I can commit 100% to this relationship, give my all. And yet I know if, unfortunately, tragically, it doesn't work out, I won't be dysfunctional. I won't lose any sleep. I may lose sleep, but in my innermost self, I'll be fine. I know that, right? I can commit 100% to this business. Uh, really, really try to succeed. And if it do even if it doesn't succeed, I'll be fine. I'll never truly be dysfunctional. The lights will never truly go off inside of me. Right, because I know I'm more than it. Right? So that's the idea. But there's a little catch. And the catch would be that we see that if it was that easy to simply separate from my self-conception, then uh, uh, at any it could be done at any time. And we see it can't be done at any time. Be beneath a certain level of moral and intellectual development and clarity, we can't do it. For example, we try to explain these concepts to a little kid, the five-year-old that got his or her blocks or dull or food or whatever, uh, dessert, hopefully not food, taken away, uh, we can't in all likelihood explain it. And even if the, the kid could repeat the words, it, it wouldn't click because there's not yet that development. Further, we see that if a person has made a career out of uh, uh, kind of a fighting reality and fighting truth, being selfish, being deceitful, also it's not so easy and perhaps impossible to explain something like this to him or her, and consequently, the, I, I am then stuck with who I think that I am. I'm still not truly what I think that I am, but I've so sunk beneath a certain level of of uh, uh, of, of development and, and clarity and such. Uh, I've attained to such a degree of corruption and degeneration that I'm stuck with myself. All right, I'm stuck with what I think that I am. Even if I could say these lines, I'm not. That's not really me. I'm not really this degenerate, this wretched, traumatized creature. 
it doesn't resonate with me, right? Because I, I, I've, I've sunk beneath a certain surface uh, or, or a certain level uh, that I need to be at. So we would say then that being able to make that distinction between myself that is, is, is great and free and, and wonderful and can always has more to give and, and all of that and my self-conception, it, it's the reward of the so say the righteous, meaning it's the reward of the honest, it's the reward of the sincere. If I'm honest and I'm sincere, and I'm truthful over a long period of time, right? Uh, and I focus on uh, the development of my humanity, of my character traits, of my intellectual proper development of my mind, all these things, then they, there may well come a day when I feel that I've freely and naturally outgrown, excuse me, any and all such past traumatized, limited uh, uh, self-conceptions. It's all like a joke to me. I, 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 just like I've outgrown when I was five years old, uh, hopefully I've outgrown when I was four years old. I don't need to force it. I don't need to mention it. I don't need to claim it. It's uh, obvious and needless to say that I'm no longer traumatized that I didn't get the extra cookie when I was four years old because I've outgrown it. So it's the same thing. If I keep making the right choices in life, I should outgrow my present self and my present self-conception and step into the light of really experiencing myself in the way that I want to experience myself, which is a great way, right? Not in this limited, traumatized way. So that's kind of the idea, right? If I try to, if, uh, again, I've made a career out of uh, being a morally kind of a inadequate individual, and then I try to step back from my self-conception, what can happen is it may not be so positive, right? My personality might collapse. I might just become dysfunctional and, and, and like the person in the corner or in the bed not being able to move, just feeling a total blank, a total collapse of uh, of self and all this kind of stuff, right? Uh, because I'm, I'm, I was so identified with my given self-conception. There was so little separation between me and what I th thought that I was, that uh, I wasn't able to successfully kind of step away from it. Just like we see with animals, there's no way to create that separation, no matter what. Animals stuck with being itself, right? A child is stuck with being him or herself. We have to develop ourselves to be able to leave ourselves, to really, truly let go and transcend any and all, again, trauma and any and all kind of psychological um Nonsense. Uh, we have to, to, to make the right choices and, and to keep developing. But we can at least understand these things and begin to move in that direction uh, right? of, uh, uh, of, of, of true clarity, of true progress uh, uh, and such. So that's the idea. We can think about it. Thank you for listening.